Hey, it's us. Welcome to Signals from the Frontline. Your what is this? Every is every every live week week every Wednesday show live on yes. Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Competitive 40K. This is what happens when you produce a show and you put OBS in front of your notes. You can't read them. How are you, Kicker? <laughs> I am just jolly. Uh, it's nice to have you on the show, guys. Seth is not here this week, uh, but he will be returning next week with great stories to share. But yes, tonight it is me, Kicker, and my wonderful friend and uh, you know producer and and just generally decent human being, Mr. Val Heffelfinger. Val, oh, that's right. The creatively titled creative director yes. of the FLGN. I even had a nice lead in. Here, let's do it again. Here we go. One, two, three. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Signals from the Frontline. Your every (laughs) Wednesday live cast brought to you by Frontline Gaming. We are your host, Kicker, the chief of serial and sigillite of FLG insider and Val Havelfinger. That's me, the creative lead director of the FLG and I don't know if I mess up that all up. Okay. It, anyway. sounds it sounds great. It sounds great. Can, can, we, can, go. can we can we talk a little bit about stuff right now? I'm really excited about Hold on. Sh- I gotta share my hockey progress. Can I share yes, hockey progress? Yes, yes, yes. You can move right. us along. Absolutely. So if you are listening to our podcast, you should be watching us every Wednesday night live at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Not only do you get to hear our voices, but you get to see whatever we're talking about and you get to participate in chat and high chat. We love you. We 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 look forward to talking to you each and every single week. Guys, I got some awesome hobby progress. Can, can we bring this in, Mr. Vell? Oh, you want to go happy progress? All right, I, I got to show this off. I got to show this off. So I was, you know, fortunate enough to get a wonderful gift from our friends at Games Workshop. These are the brand new Votan, and I've been painting them up nonstop. They are tremendously fun to paint. They're like easier to paint than than Space Marines, and I think they're cooler too. There we go. Boom. There, there, there's my color scheme. Uh, for those of you that are keeping track, I can't paint bright colors. All my colors are muted and uh, maybe more. Um, I go with a realistic vibe, uh, and I tried to paint bright. Like I tried like three or four of these models, like bright, bright colors, and I'm like, nope, just not feeling it. So there they are with their kind of olive drab and Mechanicus standard gray color scheme, and I. I am loving these guys. I've got a, a full squad of 10 built and painted, and I am just ready to go to war with them. I know we're going to have to talk about uh, the elephant in the room, uh, the squat size elephant in the room, about the, the rules. Maybe we'll talk about that in a little bit. But what have you been up to, Val? I know you've been playing your, um, your, 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 your fantasy stuff, right? Well, actually, I have been getting some games in, as a matter of fact, yeah. so that's been pretty cool. Last Saturday, I got down to uh, a place called the Guildhouse in Toronto, All right. an actual nice gaming space. Oh. Is this a, you don't may not understand. There are no there's, there's no such thing as a nice gaming space in Toronto. Now what? there is one. It's incredible. That's a modern city. How do you not have a nice like you know game you, store? You answer your question in the form of a question, which is everything's too expensive, so oh, okay, no one can go. make it. So it costs eight dollars and fifty cents per person to to rent the table. Okay. Which, quite frankly, if that's the cost of having a place I can go play games and not be exposed to asbestos, then that's fantastic. <laughs> I'm super into it, um, but yeah, I met I met a, a new Warhammer friend. We met uh, down in the uh, in the basement of this this place. We played some fantasy. It inspired me, as a matter of fact, to uh, to move on and uh, do some stuff. I uh, started magnet started magnetizing some dudes to some 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 trays, some movement trays. Those are the Shogun miniatures, metal movement trays. If you're into historicals, if you're into anything rank and flank. I don't think there's a better better tray in the business. Sick. Val, you, you got to explain to people that back in the day, you would use trays to move armies of Age of Sigmar fantasy. Like, I guess it was, called, it was called fantasy, right? Age of Sigmar fantasy Warhammer battles. Fantasy. Yeah, you, you'd use these trays. <laughs> Does every squad have a tray? Is that how you like move these 20, 30 guys around? You put them like a little magnetized yeah. tray? Yeah, cool. It's the best. I mean, you can play shuffleboard instead when you're playing fantasy. It's <laughs> incredible. I don't, you can just be like one of those like like German generals. Well, yeah, maybe yeah. not German. But like, <laughs> give me one German. of those generals in the ready 
room, you know, with the big yeah. long like pusher thing. Perfect. Yeah. Moving your dudes around. You don't even have to touch anything. It's fantastic. Oh, I absolutely yeah. adore it. And it's very quick. And then uh, very quickly here, Ooh. this is this is uh, the rebase. I buy a lot of my models secondhand, Kicker, because I'm a lazy man. Well, why are you buying them secondhand? Are they are they hard to find or something? I mean, come on. Well, they are hard to find, but you know what is impossible to find retail uh, painted models, which is yeah. why I love things like the secondhand shop that Frontline Gaming kindly offers as a service to all of us lovely hobbyists around here, because you can pick up models already painted. Maybe they're not painted super well. You can add a wash to them. Boom, fixes them right up. Or maybe they're on the wrong wrong base, or their basing doesn't match the rest of your army. You just cut them off of there, and you redo it. Some of these models, this is their third time around. They were converted from, because I talked to the owners, uh, they were converted from squares to circles and now back to circles, oh, uh, wow. especially the, the boar boys there. So yeah. I think that's particularly hilarious. <laughs> they have some uh, history. I love it. I love it. I love yeah, it. man. So, so, so yeah, are, you, are you running orcs? Is that, your, is that your fantasy army right now? Is that, is that what you... Well, when uh, kicker, when you when you play uh, a dead game, if you will, uh, it's important that you have options if you want friends to play against. So yeah. I have a, a number of armies that I've uh, been um, uh, what's the word hustling over yeah. the past year or so. So yeah, the orcs and goblins. Obviously, I'm an orc guy, yeah. 40k. So orc guy through and through. Best thing about fantasy that I love that they don't they don't have as much of in, in 40k is goblins. Yeah, goblins are the best grots in 40k. Yeah. I have like over a hundred of them but they're just like one model there's no background to it they have the the goblins that get high or something and like oh, yeah. yeah what what's their deal? goblins that's yeah, the same and, and that actually survived in the aos so yeah like if you if you want some like high on mushrooms insane <laughs> murder goblins uh you, you can't get any better and the, and the, the sculpt on these things as well in warmer fantasy it's like um the design is uh, by a guy named brian nelson legendary sculptor of uh the sort of that orc uh, that that uh, GW orc aesthetic. So I'm on cloud nine, man. I'm enjoying myself. And you know, man, one of the armies that I loved in fantasy, old school fantasy, I remember when I couldn't buy an army, but I could get a few blisters were the mm -hmm. dwarfs, the dwarf thunderers. Oh, yeah. They had like, I mean, like these are the coolest things in the world. Mm -hmm. And finally now in 40 K you can get your modern day dwarves. And I, I think that they're, they're doing it justice. A lot of like, you know, uh, do we have photos of the new Votan? They, they, they're coming out this weekend, guys. You, you could pre-order them last weekend. You can go pick them up this weekend. Uh, basically, they're sold out around the world. There's a few independent stores carrying them, but it's apparently a, a hot item. A lot of people want this new box set. Um, I've been looking at the sprues the past couple of weeks, like trying to get good photos and trying to get an idea for them. And, and there's some pretty cool stuff about them. First of all, um, you have all the choices for heads. You can have helmeted heads or not helmeted heads, which is which is really nice. So all the choices. That's all the choices. choices. That's all all the choices. Well, and they also have female heads too, right? So, so it's like a nice range of, of options. Gear, guns, they have like all the grenades if you want to put them on there. So kind of like a Space Marine sprue where you got all the accoutrement you can throw in your guys. Um, the other thing that that is... It's 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 done intentionally. I'm sure there's an exact number of arms you need if you want to have them holding a rifle. So you can't like buy you know one set and then try to like throw in the extra arms because you're not going to get the pieces to line up. So there is you know you are probably going to have to buy a few extra boxes if you want you know if you want twenty box twenty guys you're going to need to get two boxes of ten. Um, um, they also have like a lot of close combat weapon arms, which makes me wonder if they're going to have an alternate build or unit option in the future. Maybe they'll have like, you know, the shooty troops and the, the close combat troops. I don't know, but there's a lot of daggers, arms holding daggers and pistols in, in the box. Um, they also came with tokens, really, really sweet tokens, which I think GW needs to do more of. Every time you get a new codex, you get all the little chips or tokens because it makes it, you know. Yeah, you I, think, I think leagues of Votan and tokens, bit of a trigger. 
situation yeah. going on right now <laughs> not, not in the wider community yeah yeah what, what, what is this about you you want to hop into it right now do we want to talk about this or should we not go into it i mean we, we can do this. i mean you can lead me along by my hand actually why don't we wait there'd be a more informed opinion coming our way later don't want to spoil yeah. the, the guest or anything yeah. and we do have a guest so guys mm-hmm. the, the the models look good i do want to say the hqs look way better in person than uh, than in the photos so if you think these guys look, yeah those guys i mean you you like you know, they, of course, they have different build options, but I was not stunned by them seeing the photos, but now seeing them in person, you know, firsthand, I'm yeah, like, these are awesome. I'm, I'm totally on board. So, so that's happening. Oh, oh, we also have the new Aegis Sigmar Mega Gargan. This is the Beast Match of Mega Gargan that was announced from GW. Um, I know that you're talking about playing fantasy. Were there gar- there's Gargans in fantasy, right? Could you could you get one of these Mega Gargans and, and run them? Not in Mega Gargans. You can get you can get the Giants. The Giants. Yeah. Um, the, uh, so they're little buddies now, yeah. uh, but they're they're like they. I mean, that's a cool model. Uh, in, in the old day, uh, in the old stuff, and the mega garments would be a little hilarious in in a uh, in, in the um, what's the word I'm looking for here um, uh, in the setting of fantasy because the, the the scale would probably not line up too good. But there he is. There's a new guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's pretty cool, man. He's pretty cool. And they've also got the Z- the Zinch the, the for book for AOS that that is becoming that's been announced. That's coming out this weekend as well. Um, so exciting stuff all around. Um, let's jump straight into. Uh, we don't have any news new rules that we want to discuss, right? We'll we'll wait till we have our guests. So so we'll hold off on that. But let's talk about the products from Frontline Gaming, guys. Next week, next week full color Marvel crisis protocol terrain. Uh, this is something we're really excited. I don't even have photos of it yet. I just heard about it in our company chat. So nice next week. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you can use this for different game systems, modern day game systems, but, uh, people love the 40 K full color terrain. So we got to get mm-hmm. in there. The next, the only other thing that's left, I guess is like, we got to do age of Sigmar eventually, right. Or fantasy, a uh, full color terrain. So hopefully that comes down, you know, down to the pipe eventually. Um, right. and Val, tell me what do you think about this? A, Faction lookalike contest. I'd like to run this at LVO. You know, okay. No cosplay. None of that nonsense. Not not cosplay. Mean, no okay, stop. Stop right there. You had me at cosplay. All right, no, all you, right. know, you just have to give permission. And you know how like dressed up and weird everyone's going to get? It's going to be I mean, awesome. I mean, do we it. can do cosplay, but I'm kind of hoping for like just a natural photo of you and what faction you look like. like. There's guys that look like orc players. There's guys that look like me that are like ratlings or whatever. Like, yeah. it's just, you know, do this lookalike faction. You, you know? just call yourself a ratling? Yeah, I'm kind of short. And like, I'm not. I'm more of a hobbit or a, 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 I'm not really a dwarf, right? I'm just short and, and scrawny. So, uh, yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. My, my, my vibe, I guess. But yeah, uh, I don't know. They're like hobbits. Uh, <laughs> a better proportion than a hobbit. I'm and, you, and you do usually wear shoes indoors, unlike some uh, notable 40K players out there. <laughs> that is very, very true. So, guys, uh, we're going to start collecting photos of people. And you got to just send me an email, events at frontlinegaming.org. You know, send me a photo of yourself with what faction you think you represent most clearly. And, uh, yeah, we're going to try and put these all on the wall at LVO and hopefully let people vote on it and let the winner get something massive. I haven't really decided what this pack's going to be, but just something fun. Uh, and we have Las Vegas Team Tournament coming up which is this Friday this Friday yes Uh, please remember that only the team captains need to come to registration Um, also guys please check in before you get to the hall on Saturday Um, we just need just you need you guys to log into BCP sign up so that as soon as you get to the hall you already have the pairings figured out and you can go right to your tables coming up after that is SoCal in October and uh, I guess I have the person on air right now with me to ask hey dude what's the the FLGN doing are you guys doing the full coverage of of SoCal Open this year the intention, yeah, is we're going to have some uh, some pretty sick and sweet coverage brought to you by the actual FLGN. That'll be us. I'm actually flying down to Las oh, Vegas well, on you. Monday to uh, Frontline Gaming HQ 
to do two days of tech. Uh, so that should be fun. Um, make sure that everything is nice and smooth because I'd like to start working uh, a little bit more remotely, uh, which allows us to bring in a, a bigger group of people for the like non LVO events. So that's the goal is to have maybe uh, fewer people on the scene and a lot more people supporting the show uh, from the comfort of their own home and their underwear. Uh, uh, it, it should be good. Uh, that includes production because because uh, uh, I'll be uh, I'll be switching switching the scenes from far 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 away, also known as Canada. Ooh, no, yeah. Also, don't have to risk uh, getting busted by uh, border services. Yeah, that's a great reason. Great reason. Great mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, we will have the SoCal Open streamed by the professionals at FLGN. And uh, if you're going in your player and, and you, you get excited, guys, if you have a challenge coin, you'll be getting Duncan Rhodes paint. This is the first paint to go up to non Kickstart backers. So uh, yeah, we'll be giving out some of that brand new Duncan Rhodes paints to people with challenge coins. So make sure you bring your coins to that event. All right, uh, Val, do we want to talk about FLGN? Is there anything happening on the network that you want to discuss? You are the director of the network, so I'm sure you have more insight than me to this. What's what's going on on the FLGN, man? Well, I mean, uh, every Thursday, that would be Thursday, uh, the day of the week, we, of course, have our amazing preview show, and that will be taking place tomorrow, the day that is Thursday, and they're going to give you a rundown, probably, I'm going to just guess here, of the Las Vegas team tournament. Uh, yeah. We know that Adam Camilleri, one of the lovely co-hosts on that show, and Dustin, uh, and probably Paul, I mean, he loves ATC, are all big teams fans, so they're going to give you a big breakdown of all the action that is going to be coming at you from the LVTT and the things that are set up. And then uh, I guess the other day, also known as Monday, I was unable to produce it myself, so the show might not be as good as it usually is, but we had Grim After Dark. I believe Mitch Pelham was on the scene. Oh, all right. Yes, 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 it was, because the title of this show is, in fact, still uh, about Mitch Pelham. Uh, so... Um, yeah, definitely uh, too many hats. Too many hats. Got to stick to my flower hat. Yeah, I, I do it. like your hat. If, if you guys are listening to our podcast and not watching, you're missing out on Val's very impressive hat. Uh, and of course, the, the the legendary sunglasses. Well, we're talking about mm-hmm. Mitch Pelham. Mitch Pelham is one of the Frontline Gaming staff judges who will be at LVO. Uh, but tonight we have another wonderful judge. This is Adam Solis. Can we bring Adam Solis in? This is our guest for tonight. He is one of the most esteemed, oh. uh, experienced frontline gaming staff judges who travels around the country to put up with my nonsense and your nonsense the players and make the same check hey adam how you doing adam uh what, can, yes. where can people find you why don't you plug yourself tell tell people who you I are like myself all the time all right, all right, all right I, I know because then we can get into the, the really you know uh you know uh, uh meat of the conversation here <laughs> um as kicker mentioned adam's lease i judge most if not all of the frontline events at this point um uh, you can hear me and see me on TFG Radio. We do a podcast about every other Thursday. Uh, I think our next next episode is going to be the week, the Thursday after uh, the, the team tournament, since I have to go judge that this weekend. A veritable institution, TFG Radio. <laughs> how many How many years have you been doing TFG Radio? Uh, I think it's at seven. Jeez. Oh, actually, so that means that when I started listening, it was a, it was a brand new show. It felt like it had been on forever at that point. But, yeah, uh, maybe LB, that was just the way it felt listening to it. Well, yeah, if you listen to the old ones, it, it sounds new. <laughs> that there's a lot of mistakes and. Out of most of the guys on that show are also frontline gaming judges, right? So it's all judges. Yes, giving their insight. Uh, three three out of the four of us are LVO cool. judges. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Let's stop. Plus Tom. Plus Tom, yes. Three LBO <laughs> judges plus Tom. That's the tag. How did this guy weasel his way onto this judge show? He's... I don't remember. 
I'm not gonna lie. He was a nice enough guy. He looked lonely. He was wet from the rain, and they just invited him in. They're like, "Come podcast, come on, little buddy." There was a time where we were having trouble uh, getting together to do a show, and I think Tom was always available at that time. <laughs> That's and how you get was, on podcast, man. That's how True, you're just always available. Which is funny because now he's he's not on as much uh, oh, as before. He's just had his third child, so oh, or his wife just had their third child. <laughs> Uh, well, so. well, Adam, we've got you on here for, uh, you know, you, you've been on the show before, so I'm not going to ask mm-hmm. you our, our established question, which what is your favorite cereal, unless you've changed from previous. Uh, previous I don't remember what I said, but now I eat uh, honey bunches. Of, no, not honey. Yeah, honey no, bunches no, go with honey bunches of those. That's a good cereal. I yeah. like honey bunches. It's like the grown up version of a lot of other kids cereals. But no, Well, as you get older, you kind of have to. <laughs> Well, and, and like also, like I don't get funny stares when I'm like buying three or four boxes of Honey Bunch of Votes at the grocery store, like I do when I'm getting like Lucky Charms and like Fruit Loops and stuff. So. Well, when you're if you're by yourself, of course you get the weird stares. <laughs> if you have your son with you, it should yeah, be. Right. It's fun. it's for him. It's for him. Yes. Uh, well, we're having you. We're having you on. You know, Adam, because we got the last bit. We got a lot going on, right? There's a lot yes. happening. We're getting towards the second half of the season, the end of the season, really. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you are more dialed in than most. Um, first of all. Las Vegas team tournament. It's coming up. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on the format? We've changed the format for, for this year. And, you know, I mean, so far you've not gotten any flack, right? People are generally happy. We'll, um, we'll describe the format we're going with. And then are people happy? Uh, we're going with the, well, last year we did basically a straight up, you know, most, most wins, wins the matchup. Yeah. Um, and people seem to be okay with it. It's really simple. It, it, it's easy to understand. Just win, whoever wins the most games wins. We did have issues when there were ties, yeah. um, but other than that, it um, we the people decided to that they wanted to do basically the WTC or the ATC format, the World Team Champions and American Team Champion format, which is a differential scoring as opposed to just straight up battle points. And the way differential works is your score is determined by how how many points you earn in the game compared to your opponent. Uh, so, and so it ranges from one person earning 20 and, and the other person getting zero. And that occurs when you uh, earn, I think the difference is 35 points. Cool. I'd have to double check, but it's along those lines. So a draw is anywhere between 45 to 55 points. And then it, every five points is an extra point, I believe. So it, it ranges from a 10, 10 draw. And then it goes, you know, 11, nine, 12, eight. And and so on and 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 I know that was a very legendary twenty nil no twenty and the legendary twenty nil yes it was a controversial um, topic right a lot of people were very passionate about opinions I know our own Val here was very passionate about yes format to run and frontline gaming we put out of, 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 of a form we put out a poll and we asked and the people voted and guess what this is what we took with oh we're running so I think overall people Anyone were excited do the uh, twenty oh. Yeah, right. Anyone? Right. <laughs> nope. See, no one wants to. I guess we'll have to do it the other way. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> um, okay, well, so, hey, dude, do we have any, like, teams of notoriety coming? I mean, I know you've been looking at the rosters. Um, there, there's a few, both, local, both locally and probably inter- internet known. Mm-hmm. Um, locally, uh, we get we get uh, because of the location of Las Vegas, we get a lot of local pl- local players and local teams. Mm-hmm. So, uh Hashtag Rekt is a team I'm, I'm with, or I'm not on, but my club. And for those that don't know, the captain of the team is Jeff Pohl. He uh, went, he made top eight at two LVOs in the last few years. Oh, at two um, LVOs, like that's that's impressive. Yeah, they, you know, one, the guys. first time the first time he did it with Orcs, and then he did it the following year with Eldar. Okay, cool. Uh, cool. Um, Gentleman Gaming is also here, and, but they include Brad Chester, um, Thomas Ogden, who's number five oh, in ITC okay. right now. Um, 
Yeah, that's gonna be a so. Yeah, and then uh, one of the other local teams is, is a Zeno's Petting Zoo, which XBZ. Uh, mm-hmm. the, a bunch of uh, young kids coming up in the in the, in the game. <laughs> I mean, they are young uh, to me. They're like half my age. I could be their their dad. They're all well, they're all San Diego based, right? Team XBZ. No, right? they they they've expanded. They range between San Diego, Southern California, and they have some people in the Midwest. Cool. Uh, around the country. Um, yeah. And I know that we've got our own Leo uh, from Frontline Gaming with his team that he will be which, playing. Uh, which yeah, cool. it's uh, Jackrabbit. Yeah, Jackrabbit, Jackrabbit Gaming. Cool. Well, Leo um, and, and Jake, some Frontline Gaming guys. So that, that's that's cool to yeah. see them getting to play. Is Dice Check still showing up? Are those guys coming? I know Who? they intended to. Uh, like uh, like M- Magic Matt. And, yeah. Matt and, uh, is on. Matt Castro is on uh, Long War. The Long oh, War team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny Boucher. Right Kenny, yeah, with Kenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. Cool. Cool. So it'll be a nice range of of of, of teams. Yeah. That's, awesome. that's awesome, man. Awesome, awesome. We have the, we have the we have a Mitch's podcast, uh, uh, best in tabletop coming down. Okay. Uh, not Mitch, but uh, Colin and, and a bunch of other people from the show. All right, so they're coming yeah. down to play, and they're up north. So yeah, we're getting a nice spread of people coming in from around the yeah. country to come play. Sweet. Uh, a good spread. Yeah, we got to ask because uh, I've been seeing stuff but i'm curious if if you want to answer this i've noticed a little bit of drama regarding some lists some some other teams have been looking at other lists and and, and basically saying (laughs) hey that's not allowed um you know and that's that's, obviously it was done politely it was not like a witch hunt but people know other people are looking for like you know in in an appropriate list i guess uh have you caught any and corrected them and, and what was the penalty so what, what ends up happening, uh, and not just with team events, it actually happens basically with any any tournament, uh, especially LVO, is pe- once lists are unlocked, uh, which they were last Friday, uh, people just start looking at the at at people's lists, especially people that are known. Yeah. Um, which is why sometimes if someone ma- makes it who normally has never done it before, it becomes uh, a thing when they see his list. But in team tournaments, it's especially important because it helps you. Uh, plan out what how you're going to do your matchups when when you can see what other people are bringing yeah. and usually again they'll look at teams that that are more known or have known players yeah um and sometimes you can see obviously just by looking and looking at, at their team roster um, like one team had two instances of a uh, space ring okay yeah and, and that's yeah, so we, they just change it to something else, and it's not cool. that big of a deal cool. um, because we follow the uh, WTC um, grouping for codexes. And what they do is they, they clump all the Space Ring codexes, so Dark Angel, Blood Angel, Space Wolf. They're included in the Space Ring codex. It's okay. considered a Space Ring codex. Yeah, totally. Uh, Grey Knights are separate. Um, I think it's just because of the nature of that army. Uh, but uh, so, so so there's some groupings that are made that that normally aren't made, especially when people are used to the faction uh, breakdown that ITC yeah. does. So people look for that, and then they just email me or or usually Frankie, and then he forwards it to me um, <laughs> about it. And then I just talk to the I talk I make sure to talk to the captains and not the actual players because in a team team environment, it's it's better to do it that way. So they get you. So the captains get used to to talking to the officials. Yeah. Oh, cool. 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 Yeah. And, and guys, that's really important. Remember, whenever you're at a team event, the captain is the primary person to communicate with uh, the frontline gaming staff, as well as the, the head judges and stuff. With, with yeah. With. Or if you have a coach, the coach can do it too. Yeah. Or if you have a coach, um, I guess. We, we, do we want to talk about like I'm trying to get ideas for, for for swag and stuff, man. And I know we always talk about this. Did you get? Do you have you ever gotten a high roller package? Have you ever gotten one of those, Adam or Val? Uh, I get. I got the LVO one. So yeah, the LVO one's really, really legendary. It sells out within minutes. I am yeah. very pleased to tell you uh, that I can tell that the high roller package for the upcoming uh, LVO is 
by far better than anyone we've ever done. I just got confirmation of several pallets of stuff being delivered to be put into the bag. Um, you're gonna need a bigger suitcase when going back home. It's uh, I, I'm I'm very excited, but I'm like, dude, do we need to maybe try to offer something like this at more events? Like if they're like, because you can get your swag. Everyone gets a challenge coin. Everyone's gonna get their dice and the sticker and stuff like that, right? But should we offer something like this at more events? You know, some sort of like only for you know, it's like a, a an upgrade, like a high roller bag equivalent at SoCal. I mean, SoCal's too soon, but but what do you? Think, Val. Yes. 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 People love stuff. People love yeah. stuff. People, People love, love a mystery box. What's in the box, man? <laughs> I can't What's tell you. I can't, I, can't, I can't tell you. I, I, all I can say is that the uh, the value of this of, of one item that just got confirmed is more expensive than the entire high roller bag. Like, like in the high roller bag. Like it's, it's just a single item that just got confirmed to be included. So yes. now I want to know what it is. Yeah. See? It, 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 it sold itself. The, the, high the LVO high rollers are going to be blown away uh, in, in a few months when, when they get this bag. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was wondering if we would a like. A cool if, comment from chat here. Uh, yeah, sure. Can you guys offer a service where you ship stuff home for us? Ooh. ooh. Because uh, FLG does, in fact, uh, you know, ship things, especially yeah. at, at a home tournament like LVO. Perhaps that's something. I know GW has done that in the past yeah 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 i think i think that could totally happen i think i think it's important if we plan in advance um you know uh last year we were shipping some only we were, the only thing we shipped were high roller bags we we're not shipping like if you pre-ordered a t-shirt and you didn't make it or you forgot it um there's a pretty strict like policy that if you don't pick up your pre-ordered merchandise or swag by i think it's 11 a.m on sunday it gets put back up for anyone else to buy and it's gone but for high rollers i think we will be willing to ship those um i have to talk to the to the rest of the team but yeah i think that's a great idea though especially because people go shopping you know they have the entire exhibitor hall there and people go shopping and buy a whole bunch of stuff and okay. yeah yeah you can't fit that in your carry-on necessarily uh okay cool hey um we're speaking about lvo adam i mean are, do you have any concerns lvo is not that far away man are you worried about new armies getting released um, you, you know, new rules what are you what are new you army that new could army. be problematic <laughs> <laughs> hmm. okay take hmm. it back. i'm backing out of this call. Hmm. actually <laughs> it, i have I, I have something for my 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 team chat here for you, uh, Mr. Solace, because I, I didn't expect to be on this show with you, but I, I, I tried to answer this diplomatically, but uh, this is a person who is beside themselves about the current state of uh, the League of Votan, and okay. I, understandably so, and they wanted to know, I think, uh, quote-unquote, what you're going to do about it. <laughs> nothing? Is nothing an answer? That's what I said it would be. Perfect. You didn't make a fool out of me. No, but like, the, uh, what, do you, what do you think uh, the impact is right now? Uh, right now, uh, it, it's it's hard. It's hard for me not to relate. It's it's hard for someone like me, and I, I'm going to say like you, Val, that's played the game for so long. Like, I remember when Tau were first coming out and everybody was beside themselves because the rumor was that Tau railguns were going to like shoot through terrain, like through shoot through hills to hit other units that was one of the rumors um and it's it, it's and it, i'm glad nothing nothing has changed in regards to overreacting to rumors now they they could not be overreacting we will know when once uh, the rubber hits the road yeah. um but so far it does not it looks like it's uh, once again a like tiernid dark eldar you know uh uh golden boys type of release i think but, uh, uh, if I, if I could also inject some some uh, some commentary into my own question, I think uh, we're what four months out, three months out, a while out still, 
Um, uh, it, yeah. You're gonna hate the game for entirely other reasons. By that, like you know, like you're gonna be you're gonna, you're gonna be you're gonna be upset about some shit that we didn't see coming. Like, yeah. like this will this will all be tucked away. It I mean, like four months is an eternity in Warhammer time. Like, that's, yeah, let's so, be honest. We still have so, yeah. we still have uh, Imperial Guard, uh, World Leaders, probably another balance update. Um, well, certainly, and it probably yeah. we're likely onto an entirely new um, uh, scenario pack, or would we not be? Um, well, last year we didn't use we didn't use the uh, new scenario book because it came out like a week or two before LVO. Okay, so if that so we're probably going to be still using the the current uh, mission book. Um, yeah, but the, uh, the, other, the Imperial Guard will have guard that can only change up, you know, things. Of course, we'll be balanced in slate. I mean, you know, there's a lot of times we have an <laughs> army that is like, you know, there's a rock paper scissors effect here, right? So hopefully everything will get balanced. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm, but but in, in terms of to give a, a, a less <laughs> less harsh answer, um, we don't normally. Uh, do any preemptive i don't think we've ever banned anything really uh, since eighth edition Seven. Seven. or since uh, since uh since at least since eighth edition because before eighth during like sixth and seventh we were doing like bands and adjusting rules and all that other stuff but now uh we don't do that anymore so unfortunately um we I, I, we want to at least see it out in the in the wild before we can make any adjustments or you know the FAQ or anything or anything like that because if we just uh, if we just ban stuff before it even goes gets on the table then Games Workshop might not see what's wrong with what's wrong with the codex. Yeah, we can, think, we uh, can tell them we can tell them, but that's just us telling them. If there's no data to back it up, then they they may not change it. And uh, let's not forget, too, that uh, unlike before, Games Workshop is now in the events business. They, uh, yes. they have to uh, face the public, uh, yeah. what, two or three more times this year? <laughs> three more times, uh, yes. With events of their own. And uh, I know personally that uh, the, the, the uh, Grand Pooba over there, uh, you know, likes the game to work well and has committed a tremendous amount of his time and energy into um, things like the balanced status slates and, 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 and working to... You know, patch rules after the fact, and a lot of that I think is driven by both the competitive community at large and the U.S. Open series in specific. So, yeah, I think I think if you are really worried about League of Votan, tell you what, take a month off, come up to Toronto, I'll loan you a square base <laughs> army, teach you a little fantasy. By the time you're like, how did I get here? Votan will probably already have been uh, patched and dealt with. Yeah, because uh, between now and LVO, you have, like you said, we have uh, Kansas City, Chicago. And the, uh, uh, the, the New, New Mexico, Mexico. Yeah. the New Mexico, and that's three events GW is going to see Votan in action, and hopefully by then there'll be uh, some corrections or adjustments made. Well, um, I, ideally, it won't be a scenario where uh, you know, like like it was at SoCal, where they had to see uh, <laughs> they had to see a billion orc <laughs> flyers and all of the bad things, nuking perhaps one of the most legendary players live on TV. Uh, to make the change, but I would think they'll be more proactive with this particular one. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm always I, once bitten, right? I'm, I'm always, I'm always. I mean, uh, I'm it, have an eternal optimist when it comes to this stuff. It's already been shown that they're willing to. I mean, they did it with AOS, where they did a like day one FAQ when they uh, made the correction to dragons for the uh, Stormcast. So, I have a I have a follow up question. Despite the fact that the uh, League of Votan may or may not be widely available, um, <laughs> if you know. Certain things, uh, it's certainly not going to be wildly av- wi- widely available if you wanted to buy it. 
Last time this happened <laughs> right. uh, was, was the new Orc Codex and those snazzy B-snaggers. Uh, yeah. And uh, they didn't allow it in their own tournaments until the, the book was widely released. I don't know if Frontline did the same. I can't remember. Um, or if there was an event in between or not. But uh, do you think we'll see that where, where, where some places just because you can't, you know, get a legitimate copy of it because it won't be widely available that maybe Votan will be put in the timeout box for the meantime? That uh, We did that one year. Danny's the, Danny's the, the head orc. judge for SoCal, but you and Danny are all good buds. What are you guys doing for SoCal? I mean, that's up and that's around the corner. What's the game plan? So, da- so Danny, Danny already stated in on our podcast, um, and he, I saw him post a couple times in Facebook when this was asked. Is that uh, the only the only Votan is allowed, but only the units that are available at oh. the time will be okay. allowed. Yeah. So, if no, if there's no other releases between uh, Saturday and LVO, then it's only going to be whatever comes in that box. Yeah. yeah, which I think is we, mostly guys. Yeah. No, no. I mean, there's rumors of when the the, the box is uh, the other units are dropping, and they're not dropping in time for SoCal. It looks. Yeah, like. the, well, the cutoff I think for SoCal is I think the week before. So. Yep. yep. And we and yeah, so I mean, we already see what we have to pre-order for this week, and it's not 40k. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I don't. So we're just going to see a lot of little dudes and a lot of little those uh, hover bikes going around. Hover bikes, yeah, the pioneers. Very cool. Very cool. So well, um, Val, you want to take us into the competitive uh, 40k news, like the the hoppy track and whatnot. Uh, but yeah. That's pretty abrupt transition. We got I got one more thing just because okay. we got new hotness army here, like regardless of how it's handled, if they are legal for play, but some units are not released. What are we going to do with regards to proxies? Ooh. What are we going to do with regards to folks who just didn't want to buy yeah. GW standard stuff? There's lots of third party people yeah. out there who've been making squat kits before yeah. these rules for yeah. decades. Yeah. Yeah, so far I'm not impressed to be honest. So, uh, in regards to that, it, it'd be it'd be the same. It'd be the same uh, the same response. So, the 3D for frontline events, if it's not uh, this, if the stream is not put on by GW, then 3D printed are allowed, and they're allowed for for even if GW was doing uh, uh, the streaming, but then they just wouldn't be allowed on the GW stream. You know something I don't about GW running our streams? No, uh, I just uh, just in case. You're gonna tell me this live on the air? (laughs) (laughs) I hear a lot of things. FLGN is running the SoCal and the LVO stream. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, But in terms of just other tournaments that might have, you know, like if you go to the open and you have 3D printed models, don't go on the stream because they won't let you. Mm -hmm. Um, But in terms for us. It's the same restrictions. If you if you 3D print a model and it's, it hasn't been released yet, then we're not going to let you use it. So okay. if you 3D print the 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 tank, we're not going to let you use it because the model hasn't been released yet. So the models have to be. So there's the answer. In yeah. order to to be used even in proxy form, it has to have been released. Yes. All right. Heard it here. Yeah. Ruling from the judge. All right, now let's say <laughs> <laughs> from the judge is not the judge for us. Okay, uh, Adam, stick around while we go through the uh, the, sure. the comp track and the hobby track. All right, cool, cool. Uh, okay, first up, we got Warhammer 40k. Yeah, yeah, I can still say the word. We got uh, in first place Jack Harpster. Is this correct? This is correct, Jack Harpster. Yes. Uh, leading the way, David Gaylard in second, Vic VJ in third, Manny Chima in fourth, Thomas Ogden in fifth. Are we going to go right on down top ten just like the old days? Yeah, we don't have Let's to. Do we it. don't have to. You can do Wilson, it this- Stephen Crowley, Colin McDade, Brenton Weiss, Matt Robertson, 
That's right. They used to do top 10. I just did it because, just, well, just, Adam knows what I'm saying. <laughs> can, can we get the hobby track too? Can we get the hobby track too? Can, can you read that? It doesn't like taking too long. I don't sure, like reading, you want to... reading okay, all right, okay, I mean, all right, all right. Are you ready, ready, ready? All right, here we go, here we go, here we go. Where's the button? Shoot. Here we go, PowerPoint scene. All right, we got Jacob. This is a Warhammer 40K hobby track. We got Jacob Thayer, Dean Pritchard in second place, Derek Page in third, Aaron Kelman in fourth, Lou Rollins in fifth. I'm sure all of their armies are beautiful. Kicking over to Age of Sigmar, we've got Gavin Grigar in first, Anthony Trentinelli in second, Jeremy Vessier in third, Matt Beasley in fourth, Ridge Hanna in fifth. Why not? Let's keep it rolling. In sixth, we got Thomas Guan in seventh, Caleb Walters, eighth, Zach Kennedy, ninth, Emma Mangles, because she mangled you, and tenth, Carl Ong. Oh, yeah. Finally, rounding it all out, we got those hobbyists in Age of Sigmar. You know they're pretty, and you know they know how to rebase a model. We got in first place Robert Snyder. Second place, Ricky Fisher. Third place, Matt Beasley. Fourth, Jeremy Williams. Fifth, Evan Markham. Not Mark Ham. Markham. Markham. Back over (laughs) here to you guys. Oh, no, I love it. You do such a beautiful job of that. I think we need to have you every week, Val, come and reading all the names. Please do it. Yes, just do it. Uh, Adam, occasions only. Adam, some yeah. of these names are pretty familiar, right? I mean, you know, anyone that's, uh, who, I mean, I know you can't like call your shots, but who do you think we, we should be watching through the end of the year? I mean, you know, we, we, we know Jacob there for hobby track is doing really, really awesome. But on the competitive side, I mean, we've got guys like Thomas up there. We've got, you know, who's Jack Harpster, number one, probably because of uh, Nova. Or who yeah. do you think is, are these the guys to watch? Or do you think there's still time for somebody else to, to make it on this list before we get to the LBO? Um, I'm looking at the different. To me, when I when I look at these, I always look at the difference between the top and the and the let's say the ten, no, between one and ten. Okay. And if the guys at about, I think the ones that really have a shot is probably up to eight up to Colin McDay. This assumes they win LVO. Yeah. Um, I'd have to look at it. I'd have to really di- uh, do a deep dive and look at their scores and how much the disparity would be between their score, their lowest score and their whatever they would score from LVO. Um, but being only 100 points behind Jack, um, uh, Steve might, Steven might have a shot if he wins LVO. So between Steven Innes, you know, Thomas, Manny, all of them, um, there's still time for other people to climb into the top eight. Uh, with because uh, there's a lot of events still going on, so it's hard to say at this point. Here's a here's a big question, and I'm sh- I'm I don't know maybe big someone question. has mathed this out, but LGT coming at us real hot. Ooh, Shoot, yeah, I was right. To, uh, big event. Yeah, definitely have somebody booked for an interview for that. <laughs> Get Zach, dude. No, Zach told me to interview someone, which is why I'm nervous because I'm pretty sure he'll kill me. Um, or, uh, you know, anyway, um, don't worry about Zach. It's not a problem. Everything's okay. Uh, the thing I was going to ask is, uh, maybe this has been mapped out somewhere on the internet. And if not math nerds, why don't you get on it? If someone wins the LGT and say it's one of these, uh, uh, folks on this top 10 right now in the UK, they've already banked a ton of massive event wins and or finishes. Is it possible that we have the ITC wrapped up before the LVO wow. or unlosable uh, by someone uh, from the UK who shows up to both. 
Dude, that's a good question. Yeah, because this is the first time the LGT. Well, there's, the LGT is massive, right? This is the it's a it's a massive, massive, yeah. massive event this year. So, I mean, obviously, you know, LVO and LGT are both huge events. LVO, we're gonna be right, you know, over a thousand. I think LGT is at what 800, 900 players. Hey, where are we at with LGT? Do we know the numbers? Where are we at with LGT? I, I can look, but I don't know. The, I don't know the exact. It's, it's a lot there. of people. Uh, yeah. So, guys, if you are in our chat, if you're listening to our podcast, somebody message us. Message Val, director of the FLGM. <laughs> Tell him, hey, can you can you still you know, can, can is the LVO going to be? They snipe it. Yeah, going to be sniped. There we go. Perfect terminology. They snipe it. They I mean, I've, I mean, there's definitely going to be a, a contingent of North American players over there representing. But yeah. uh, obviously, like one of the advantages of that UK circuit is the fact that it's all in the UK. And I mean, yeah. that's what, like New Hampshire. I don't know. Like yeah. it's uh, <laughs> it's possible to go to you know every single major event, and they're all two fifty six plus. Yeah. They even kicker, you might be interested in this innovation. They've even um, trialed out using uh, tables in uh, portrait instead of landscape mode, uh, which I thought Ooh. was brilliant. Interesting. Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> got a, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get flamed on the internet for even <laughs> suggesting that. They, they, <laughs> wait, 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 are, they, are, they, are the tables adjacent <laughs> and in portrait? No, no, they're right like next to each other in portrait. It was one event that they okay, did that, uh, but I was yeah. just like that. Now that. <laughs> I'm surprised That's Kicker optimizing hasn't your space, people. That's optimal. That's optimal. Well, you got that 60 yeah. by 44 now, right? Like you can, you can, you can uh, weasel a little bit of something out of that, right? Maybe, right? maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, We're going but, to 2,000, uh, folks. I don't. We're going I don't, to 2,000 LVO. I don't know if um, if they would have. In the, I don't. Even, I don't know if they, it generates enough points to. Should yeah. be LVO. It should be same same order of magnitude as the LVO as far as points is concerned. Yeah, but it, but everyone's close enough that if they win LVO, they'll either they'll, yeah, they'll, I think, they should I think, catch up. Yeah, if anyone wins LVO, they're going to take the ITC this year. At least this year. I mean, it could change in the years, but that's interesting though, right? To start thinking about these other large events coming up, you know, and and kind of potentially sniping. But I don't think it can happen this year. Um, There's a 720 signed up for okay. for LGT. So Which is about the same as LVO last year. Yeah. yeah. And LVO this year is got significantly more than that before you even add in all the package tickets or the uh, VIPs and stuff. So, yeah. yeah, I would love to see some growth in the champs, man. Because we, oh. we, uh, we kind of, you know, 2020, I think, was about the same as 2022. So, it'd be yeah, great. We're just getting out of COVID, man. Come yeah, on. No, I get it. I get it. I just, I, just, I, just, I just love those. I love those big numbers. I love yeah. those big numbers, man. Uh, <laughs> I think you're going to be hanging out with uh, with Reese this week, and maybe he can tell you the exact numbers. Uh, but it's uh, it's no, it's, they don't tell me anything. Don't tell you. It's massive. No. It's uh, no. definitely significantly larger than last year. Of course, attrition can always be a thing, but significantly larger than last year. I, I'm like over a thousand already. Easy. I mean, I think we're like twelve hundred. You know, so I mean, it's all about attrition, though, right? Like last year, things were really rough with COVID. Every event, yeah. no matter what event it was, had between twenty and thirty percent drop off. Well, we're not seeing that this year. So if all it's things, fantastic. Keep, yeah, yeah. If things keeps going, we're going to be looking really massive. So, Amazing. Uh, yes. Uh, hey, Adam, do you have anything uh, you want to you know share before we we end our episode? Um, no. You you can catch me talking about judging L, uh, the team tournament next uh, Thursday at uh, TFG Radio. You don't just talk about judging the team tournament. You guys are judging all kinds of stuff. You're just judging well, people yes. in general. <laughs> Perhaps the ju- it's literally and figuratively the judgiest podcast. I think. <laughs> <laughs> We judge everyone and and our, ourselves especially. Long time, long time listener, and and probably one of my white whales of, of podcasts that I haven't oh, wow. weaseled onto yet. We, we tried, oh. and you you had child issues. So just just for a, uh, I might uh, get, I get it, I get it. Uh, <laughs> low blow. 
it was i'm just speaking the truth it's uh <laughs> so for the 2020 lvo uh it was three uh coming in first was three was worth about a little over 300 points okay and that was about the same amount so you're looking at 300 points for uh for uh, lgt approximately for the winner so was ninth place ninth place oh my god you're killing me I mean, do, you have it? do you have it still up <laughs> Uh, no, I do not, because I looked. I looked oh, at something yeah. else. I, okay. I'm not looking at LVO because on BGP, it doesn't give you the points that you earned for the event anymore. They used really? to. Yeah, there's probably a button I have to push, and I can't find it because because <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm over thirty. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, so we'll stop flogging this dead horse. Anybody out there who feels like they want to put in the spreadsheet time? That used to be me. It was a friend of mine for a long time, and now it's all you crazy kids out there. Figure it out. Is, can, Do your homework. Can, can the Brits, emerging from their from from their uh, crazy summer, uh, put away the ITC before it's even over? Let's see. I want to know. I want to know. Internet, tell me. Internet, tell them. Uh, Val, before we take it away, I just I want to you know I mean sincerely from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for all the birthday wishes. It was ridiculously warming and made me so happy. Uh, all the phone calls, text messages, emails, all that stuff. My birthday was last weekend or this weekend, I guess. I don't know, whatever. It was really, really sweet. So thank you guys, the audience members, everyone. It really meant all, a lot to me. Uh, Val, you want to take us out? Well, I was saving it for now, so uh, happy you. birthday. For, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're the one <laughs> schmuck. The one <laughs> schmuck out of all my friends. <laughs> well, thank uh, you. Lordy Lou. All right, we're going to take <laughs> this out here, folks. I don't know if there's a special way to do this, but this is Wednesday. It was Signals from the Frontline. Use the link in the description to make some purchases. If you want to pick up some tickets or some merch, goes to this guy right here. Uh, it's nice. It's a way to support the show. Thank you, everybody, for supporting the network. And... Thank you, Adam, for coming on our show. It was a pleasure as always. Thanks, everybody. Good night, guys. Night.